0: Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Emerald, Doctor of Chiropractic, and
1: this is Painting Wellness, and I'm Kat um, Garcia, Licensed Professional Counselor. And today we are gonna talk about TikTok. Not tick-tock, but talk. Like T-A-L-K. TikTok. Talk. Yes. Y- yes. Yes. And um we want to make sure that if you want to hear more about our topics or anything we talk about, um, make sure to click the follow button um, and you can hear us on all major streaming and on YouTube.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, going to be a episode focused probably more, we we're discussing if we should tell people the audience on this, but this is going to be likely for parents and caregivers because with this TikTok, we're actually going to be talking mostly, well, all about uh, vocal and physical, ture- like Tourette's or Tics um, mm-hmm. that people have. And so we're hoping that you get a lot of information on this one because it's kind of like, feels like a growing thing mm-hmm. within um, adolescence that then can evolve into something that you or an adult would be having as well.
1: Yeah. And I think that one of the things that I've noticed is, You know, in the mental health field, we we do manage a lot of Tourette's, um, and I think Tourette's has been something that has brought, uh, been getting a lot of attention lately because Mm. of some TikTokers that put themselves out there that have um, pretty strong tics. Um, and I think some people think that they're lying or whatever, which is really sad because uh, I mean, people that suffer from Tourette's or any kind of tick can't really help it. Yeah. Um, and they, but you know, I think that, um, that's really brought forth, Hey, what is Tourette's? What are ticks? And, and these people are really trying to educate the the population. So, um, this is something that I think has, it's always been around, but I think it's getting a lot more attention now.
0: Yeah, well, and a lot more, we'll say, attention in a way that gives, like, full, like, a, a better understanding of what it is instead of, like, I would say, as when I was growing up, the understanding, it was, like, the, uh, the butt of a joke. Correct. Like, it was a character in a movie that had Tourette's or a tick, and mm-hmm. they, like, the joke was always on them type of a deal, Correct. where now it's shifting. I'm like, hey, this is what this is, and here's more education on that, and so... Um, we're going to be discussing that and going through and, and talking more about what tics and Tourette's can be um, because it's estimated around like 11 to 20% of adolescents have some sort of physical or vocal tic, which could be like a, it's an involuntary movement, a rhythmic movement, or even a vocalization that they just can't help that happens without them actually trying to do. Um, and... I mean, I can't say that I've ever had a tick, uh, but I could certainly understand how that could be really frustrating to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Especially, man, in, in school with just all of your peers, if you yes. have anything different that someone or a group of people decide that is mm-hmm. not okay, that can be really distressing. That can be hard emotionally and mentally as well as like uncomfortable to For have sure. to deal with. And
1: then you have, you know, it's, it's distracting. Mm-hmm. It's very distracting. And I think that... Um, you know, it's important to say that in, in ticks do not only stem from Tourette's. Um, there are medical conditions Mm -hmm. that cause ticks, um, or any kind of involuntary movement. And it can also be caused by anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be caused by, um, uh, what am I trying to, like some injuries. It could be caused by, so ticks can come from a lot of different places and they can look, It's a huge spectrum from anything like stuttering to all the way to like a big violent movements or loud screaming or things like that. So it's a a huge spectrum.
0: Yeah. And it can show up at different, as you said, at different times, different environments. Mm -hmm. And someone may go through a period where they're having more, we'll say like vocal tics, and then they may not have those Mm -hmm. for a while and, and they can come up in those different situations. So I think that's a great point of like, this is a large spectrum. Yep. And definitely still, like, getting a better understanding as a community and a medical, like, um, scope of, like, how to effectively, quote-unquote, treat or manage mm-hmm. these type of things. So, um, you know, as theoretically the, the parent or the caregiver listening to this, we can also understand, like, that could be hard. Like, managing that and understanding for the child, like, this, this is not something that they're wanting to do to upset or to to um act out or anything and so that can be hard for the caregiver to manage these type of things and we also just want to recognize you that you're putting the time in you're researching you're understanding these type of things so that you can help the child progress through this as effectively as possible and that's that's a really big thing because obviously the kid the kid doesn't know the kid is is just going through life and doing what they can do as best they can.
1: Yeah. I think one of the big things that, as you say, that comes up for me is this idea of um, perhaps a parent that is seeking help because they have noticed Mm. that their kid has a tick or their teenager has a tick or even maybe themselves. And um, that maybe if they go to a provider that doesn't maybe realize that it's a tick or does not assess further and all of a sudden you are trying to manage a tick as if it's a behavioral issue yeah, and how frustrating it can be and how frustrating it can be not only for the parent, but also for the child. Like I'm not doing this for attention or I'm not doing this to be upset or I'm not doing whatever. It's, um, it can literally be a response that to deregulation. And, um, honestly in my experience, when somebody um, has something like Tourette's or any kind of tick, if they become more anxious, or if they're not feeling well, the mm-hmm. ticks actually get worse, they, they intensify. So, I mean, you know, as parents it's really hard and, and you know, it, parents are not alone out there. There's a lot of support groups, there's a lot of information and um, it's important to do the research if you think that your child has some sort of tick, do the research and, and try to advocate because it's not always behavioral.
0: Yeah, and, and as you're advocating for yourself and for your family, if you talk to a provider and they kind of just say it's not a big deal or they'll grow dismissive. out of it, like dismissive, go somewhere else. Like talk, get a second opinion. Um, I would say that I'm starting to become much more vocal on this idea of it's not just about they'll grow out of it. Like if it's a concern and it's something that you mm-hmm. and your family are working through, you deserve more information and and making sure that your concerns are heard, yeah, validation and validation
1: Invalidation. because even and honestly, even if it were something that they were going to outgrow, being invalidated when you're concerned, saying and dismissed, mm-hmm. saying they're going to grow out of it, that doesn't help you right now. Yeah, and so, like I said, I mean, I think seek out support. There's a lot of um, organizations out there with a lot of information, and there are most definitely providers that do understand Tourette's or any kind of tech. So that's really important. One of the things I always wonder, um, because I'm not, I'm not, obviously I'm not a psychiatric provider, so I don't prescribe medication. Um, is I do have clients that get on psychiatric medications or other medications Mm -hmm. and their um, tics become more exacerbated. Um, and so I always wonder, are there, interventions that perhaps uh, you as a chiropractor do to help those ticks. I mean, is there something, um, you know, knowing that we like to have more, a lot of Eastern medicine involvement, um, if somebody wants to say, okay, well, I'm going to try something natural or less invasive for my ticks. Is there something you can do?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I think coming from my standpoint, I, I generally recommend that we go from less evasive to more invasive on that spectrum mm-hmm. because there are times that you do need to have medication or for another condition that, like that, you know, and you'll see your, your primary care, or your doctor for that, that would be subscribing, uh, prescribing, excuse me, uh, those type of medications. But as far as like on my end of things, yeah, I don't uh, prescribe any medication. It's, I'm very focused as a chiropractor on non-invasive techniques. So generally that's adjusting. That's a big piece where we are, adjusting the spine to help the nervous system so your brain communicate with the rest of the body Mm. and that's one of the things that I get really excited about when talking with individuals and families is hey if there is a miscommunication between the brain and say the muscle where it could be like a head twitch or a a head bop or something like that if there's miscommunication going on there that could be the, the root cause of this tick. And so if we can help kind of allow that communication to, to uh, facilitate more effectively, Mm -hmm. maybe we can have some resolvement of that. That's what the hope would be at least in the beginning. Um, and there's been some cool research and case studies showing that people that have been under chiropractic care do get either partial or full resolvement of these type of ticks, which is is really exciting, right? And it's, That's not to say like every person that has a tick is going to get Mm -hmm. resolvement or like no no longer have it, but it's certainly something to check out and look at. Um, And the big piece when I'm taking a look at it that I'm thinking about is if you had talked about, if someone is feeling dysregulated, they're feeling anxious, they're feeling like their body is just out of sorts and that's when their ticks start to really come to the forefront, Mm -hmm. then I would certainly say, Hey, let's, get you in and see if that's something like chiropractic could help with because what we're looking to do is to calm that system down.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Also, let's say you do have a shoulder tick or a neck tick that it's really uncomfortable in that area. Well, even at the minimum, let's make sure that those muscles are like more comfortable. So Mm -hmm. even if you still are are working through that, your body is more comfortable. So there's a lot of different layers on that. Um, But we want to make sure that really ultimately that the brain Is doing what it's it's needing to do
1: yeah and I think you know this is where you know you and I talk a lot about the mind-body connection and so even if there was a tick that um, was not necessarily cannot necessarily be uh, repaired or reversed with chiropractic we know that ticks cause a lot of tension and embarrassment Mm -hmm. and where do we hold all that in our body yeah and so when we don't feel good what happens ticks get more evident or, or more prominent. And so being able to take care of our body um, may not repair the tick, but it more, more than likely will help you not feel so tense and maybe the tick will diminish just by the effect of being taken care of, it, the, the body being taken care of because our body is such a powerful um, machine. And and you know, um, ticks, ticks that are outside of, the diagnoses of Tourette's, let's say a tick that is associated to anxiety. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Again, we talk about how absolutely taking care of your body when it's anxious and you're all like tense can help anxiety go, go down. And again, those ticks go down. Um, and when we talk about ticks, um, associated with anxiety, it's really important that I, I think sometimes when we think about ticks we're thinking about like like i said like yelling or things like that but uh, one very very common tick which a lot of people have and they don't even recognize is the whole shaking of the leg Mm -hmm. and i mean and you're just shaking the everywhere you are you're just shaking your leg you're shaking your leg that is actually a tick that's a nervous tick right um I mean, there, it just, it's behaviors that are like, that you do over and over again that are attached to your anxiety. Um, I know that when I get really, really anxious, I stutter and that's part of, that's a tick. Like that's a, you know, um, there's, I'm, I'm not, I don't stutter normally. So that's like a nervous tick, right? Um, do you have any nervous ticks? Is that something like I know that I've had my, like, my eye twitch before.
0: Uh, I, one of the things that, that I find myself doing is, we were talking earlier about I get nervous with testing. That is my, Mm -hmm. like, when my anxiety tends to go up the Mm -hmm. most. And what I've noticed is I will start doing something with my hands to try to self-soothe or, or just a repetitive motion that would be a tick. Um...
1: The pen clicking? Tick, tick, mm, tick. Not
0: necessarily pen clicking. It's just it's something like a repetitive motion um, that I think the noise, the click mm-hmm. itself is soothing soothing, and it's resetting something in my mm-hmm. brain. And I apologize to all of my previous classmates because that was probably super annoying. Um,
1: <laughs> I used to do the so, clicking. That's the why clicking? I asked. Yeah. And people were like, can you stop clicking? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean with, with the clicking going on? So mm-hmm. I get that.
0: Yeah, it's it's that pattern. Um, mm-hmm. of helping soothe and I do like an, an, anecdotal and Anec- anecdotal
1: anecdotal and
0: yeah that word uh, <laughs> anecdotal uh, <laughs> getting I started getting adjusted um, in, in like during a, a seminar that I got adjusted at a break in a seminar and it reset just my anxiety levels and started settling me down and I didn't have that drive anymore now Was that because I was more aware of of doing the tick? A lot of different things, but it was just a really cool thing of a reminder that when our nervous system is able to calm down and our body is able to relax, our anxiety goes down, that these things kind of melt away. And I think that's a big piece in, in overall what we discuss is when we do things that are proactive and increase health, a lot of these other things disappear because our body is able to function the way it should
1: mm-hmm. or
0: ideally would like to
1: yeah absolutely I think it's so it's so important I, you know we talk and again we talk a lot about um, just being aware and advocating and, and those things and um, it's really really important that we are very mindful about ourselves and our children so we can observe because I think a lot of times as parents, For for no negative reason, but we're just very distracted and we're trying to get the kids off to school and all the things. And sometimes, like I said, we might be distracted. We think that it's a behavioral issue Mm -hmm. and we don't recognize how much trouble it's causing our children until maybe the teacher contacts us. So, you know, I want to encourage all the parents to just. If, if you just pay attention, like observe, because we spend so much of our time not being mindful. And again, and if you have a tick, then be mindful about the people around you. So you can maybe tell, you know, I've had clients that say, Hey, just FYI, I have this tick. So this happens or that happens. I'm like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. I'm glad, you know, because it, it could appear depending on the tick that they're having some sort of seizure or something mm. like that. So." Um, so being mindful about that also helps you work on that and be very aware of your body, especially if you have like big tics, like movements and things yeah. like that. So, um, so, yeah, know, I, I think like, um, it's, it's a nervous system thing, regardless whether it's caused by like a, a permanent tic or by anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think is the biggest thing? Let's say, that they are they get adjusted but it's not something that can necessarily be reversed with chiropractic is there a specific thing that you would recommend to help like stretch spine or what something like that
0: yeah it's a great question and and the big one i want to clarify too when i'm adjusting or any chiropractor we are not necessarily treating ticks
1: mm-hmm. we
0: are adjusting the spine and through the nervous system being able to function more yeah. effectively these things tend, we like to see them go away. That's mm-hmm. the hope. Um, but some other things that would help is, especially if it's a like a physical, role movement, giving getting more motion into that area. So finding something that you really enjoy, uh, like an exercise. I personally really like rock climbing because I think there's a lot of actually, um, great neurological stimulation that goes mm-hmm. with that, um, especially for kids, um, wow. that. Yeah already for like we'll, we'll touch on for um, male boy or male kids boys that their brain and their body just needs so much motion in order to get those neurological connections that by allowing them to, to have these type of activities can actually also help with this as well yeah. um, and so that's a really important thing especially in a previous episode we talked about electronics and
1: mm-hmm. and this whole
0: thing of how to manage it is, is also, these are other things that we want to see is get that motion in. Um,
1: well, I'm sure like the like um, the big muscle, you know, the the hand-eye coordination, I, I would imagine that rock climbing would be an amazing thing for that. Like,
0: oh, it's huge. And and also, me, so I'm going to geek out on this, but you caught <laughs> me on a roll now. But like the, the climbing action is very similar to what's called, it's a cross-crawl pattern, which is what we did when we were learning to walk. So crawling. And so that stimulates tons and tons of neurological pathways, which can just be of great benefit for overall musculature tension, mm-hmm. decreasing anxiety, helping with the spinal curvature. Because when we were crawling, that's when we were initially starting to form some of those curves in our spine, which are really, really important. So, doing like rock climbing itself, high hand eye coordination, body awareness, proprioception, which is where we are in space, uh, are all like. Just things that I, I think are great that you get with rock climbing. That's
1: amazing. I didn't realize that I had all those benefits. Yeah,
0: that's if my number one recommendation for most people is if they're looking for a new activity is to, to try rock climbing because there's just so much that goes yeah. into it.
1: What yeah. about like, because um, some people are scared of heights. Is that like?
0: Oh, I'm scared of heights. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. But you're
1: you're. I mean, you're tethered. You're tethered, right?
0: I'm tethered. Yeah. So. Um, there's, there's a couple of different types that so you could boulder, which is like essentially 12 feet and there's no, there's no ropes, but like super, there's like what's mm-hmm. called like crash pads. So like you, when you do come down, there's big thick padding. So you're, you're generally fine. Like you're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, but when you're going way higher up, then yeah, you have a rope, you're all secured in. So it's actually like relatively like a fairly safe activity. Um. The likelihood that you're going to get injured or if you do get injured is not from a fall. It's from like maybe some sort of technique, like with your hands where you're gripping for too long or you're using Mm. poor form where you could injure like a ligament. Mm.
1: Okay. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to try that and see what, you know. I saw, you... I saw I saw I saw listen, I saw the video of you walking a little rope recently and I'm like I, that rope is literally six inches off the floor. I will need a little crash pad because I will fall.
0: Well, there's crash pads on either side of that. So that was perfect. <laughs> I saw you mention that. You're like, yeah. I need a pad.
1: I need a little pad, just even even if it's that off it's short off the ground because, you know, some of us like our center of gravity, if we don't practice it, because like, that that's why core work is so important, right? We mm-hmm. need to have that balance um but we digress we're completely out of but it's it's a great it's a great um skill to have and 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 practice and it really does um just help your body in many many ways it does and with
0: that like we've been talking about anxiety and and as well with with ticks and how this can like rock climbing can specifically can help Uh, a couple of weeks ago we did a community building event for Basecamp, my my chiropractic office where we all went Climbing mm-hmm. and the number of people that came up to me after and just talked, saying, I didn't think I could ever do this. I feel so empowered. I feel like I really can get in my body. I feel so relaxed when I, that was one. I was like, Oh, you feel really relaxed after that's really cool. So, these are things that even if you may have some reservations or fears around heights or a certain thing, even just trying something mm-hmm. and then having success like how and great I wonder, is that you
1: know and i wonder how many people because they have certain kinds of ticks that may be um with with motion or things like that that they steer away from doing activities like that because they're scared that they won't be able to mm-hmm. when in fact they probably can participate in things like that and and create a community and mm-hmm. it's that you know is not going to judge them because they have a tick and and that's you know that's a whole another psychological part of Having tics is, you know, we talked about a little bit about embarrassment and nervousness around people and trying to be able to understand what your tics are, how to manage them and how, again, be mindful and intentional of uh, of yourself and people around you so that you don't have to feel embarrassed because that's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just part of who you are and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I think the, the big thing is that we want to make sure that people are seeking help, that they are looking for resources, that they understand that um, there is a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of support. Um, there's a lot of um, studies that show that chiropractic can absolutely help with that. Um, going to therapy and understanding yourself can absolutely help with that and it help with coping skills. Um, so so, making sure that if you have a tick, don't just say, "Oh, I have a tick." Absolutely, go and and find resources because I think there's tons out there.
0: Yeah, I agree. Be proactive, advocate for yourself. If you need help understanding like ways to advocate for yourself, check out our episode uh, "Health Advocacy." I think that's our actually our first episode that we did, and mm. that gives you great ways when you are going into the, to your primary care provider on. Strategies to talk with them. Um, so all great. like we have, we have great resources and there's great resources out in the community.
1: Yeah. And if you guys have more questions, um, about this topic or any topic, um, make sure to send us a message. You can comment on our reels. You, we have TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube. Um, so, you know, go ahead and, and, and make comments, ask questions, and we're happy to address um anything that we can and we can send some resources if we don't have the exact answer. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to gather all this information mm-hmm. and summarize it. Is that cool?
0: That's cool. I think you already were we're starting to, we're starting just, yeah. to,
1: yeah. So um so th- it's I mean this is such an incredible topic and I think that there's so much more that we can talk about. Um um, but okay, so we, we understand that, uh, ticks are, um, kind of sudden repetitive motions. They can be verbal, they can be motion, they're non-rhythmic, they can impact daily life. Um, they can cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of embarrassment, mm-hmm. and they are typically associated with either an emotional response or something associated, primarily an issue with the nervous system. Um, we, uh can um make sure that we find resources to help with that because there is a lot of resources but one of the resources we know is chiropractic can help with the spine and um, help in areas of the body that may alleviate some of the symptoms of ticks that fair yeah
0: so definitely like with the spine helping reset the nervous system to decrease anxiety Mm -hmm. um and that's not just like chiropractic isn't just the only one you can look at you could look at like um even like acupuncture would be a great one to take a look at if you're not like 100 percent comfortable with chiropractic care so there are a lot of non-invasive things to start with on your journey of finding some some help and in management. Yeah,
1: including it. some exercises. Oh yeah, and, exercises. Um, yep. like rock climbing, mm-hmm. which you, you you absolutely love and mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely give it a try. If we are uh, gonna record that. Oh oh boy. Okay. And um so I think that, you know, and really being intentional and mindful about understanding that it's not behavioral necessarily for your kiddos, that you you know, that if you notice something because there is um eleven to twenty percent of children. Mm -hmm. do demonstrate some sort of tick and it is not behavioral it's a nervous system thing so what do you think
0: i think it's that's uh, a good good gathering and Mm -hmm. lots of information in there for people to digest Mm -hmm. um and we appreciate everyone for listening and being being on this journey with us this Mm -hmm. little combo
1: yeah yeah and we appreciate you so much um make sure to um, follow us and join us for next time with painting wellness bye